o'clock, man. John. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, really man. It's a appreciate pleasure. It. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I love the setup. I love the blue, as you know, black and blue. This guy wants to. This guy Come wants on, to be called black and blue. We'll, we'll, we're gonna brand it. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll see where we're going with that. Um, so, um, also known as Tennis Club. Where'd that come from? That is me. Um, well, as I was explaining to you guys earlier, um, Tennis Club, it was a duo originally, like Magic Jordan, producer, yeah. artist duo. Yeah. It was originally like that. Um, my producer, who he produces for some like heavy hitters in uh, Prague, Czech Republic. So scheduling conflict, we ended up just um, doing it. I, I was the face of it after, after the conversation. So um, yeah, it came from that. It was a duo. It was like Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi, you know? Mm -hmm. Two different personalities coming into one. Um, I grew up uh, watching a lot of tennis with my mom. So Andre Agassi, uh, Pete Sampras, and these guys were like rock stars back in the day. Yeah. Superstars. So that's where the idea came from originally. Um, but yeah, now I, I'm the face of it. It's just me. And uh, that's where I came from. Yeah, I won't lie. When I seen your name uh, pop up, I thought it was two people. Yeah. Kind of like Major Jordan, where it's just like, oh, mm -hmm. and then you see two faces behind the name. I'm like, yeah, frig, but that's kind of crazy. Do you still watch tennis? I the, the ironic thing is, I don't play tennis that's or I nice. don't really watch it like that, but I grew up watching tennis, you know, because of my mom. My mom was really into the tennis and the tennis culture. Mm -hmm. And when I was younger, I was watching these guys, and they're like, they're superstars, you know. Andre Agassi is like throwing his fucking racket up in the air and he's yeah. hitting the ball and he's getting the point and he's like doing crazy shit. And I feel like that was my personality. Um, I do wild shit and it ends up working somehow, you know? You kind of, so you apply that type of wild demeanor yeah, to your songs I kind of like music? compare myself to Andre Agassi in mm. the music scene, yeah. you know? Like I do different shit, which I probably shouldn't be doing, but I'm doing it anyway and it somehow... I'm getting my fucking points in, you know what I mean? I feel you. Yeah, yeah but I feel like with anything, you can't be just like everyone else to make it. Like, yeah, for sure, 110%. I find like when I, when I started listening to your music, when I first listened to your music, I said, yo, this is different. Yeah. You know, um, I found like there's a little Caribbean Afro type tune to it. 100%. When, you, when you're in Toronto, you hear kind of like a consistent theme of music where it's a yep. lot of a lot of trap a lot of hip-hop which it's is a lot cool. of trap it's a lot of the depressing r&b yeah. like it's kind of depressing it, yeah it <laughs> is you know what i mean like it's nah, fucking yeah. it's cold here yeah. it's, it's freezing cold yeah. in the winter nah, it's that, cold no, you're I, fucking at home you're in your right now bro. you're in your basement apartment like that costs you five thousand dollars a month because it's expensive Fuck. to live here you're depressed yeah. and you just it is what it is you mm. know what i mean but um my vibe is a little different, you know? So where do you get your inspiration from? Because that's tropical music, bro. Like, when I listen to your songs, yeah. I, I want to be on a beach. You feel yeah. me? I was just in L.A., like, I'm listening to this. I'm like, okay, this yeah. suits me here. But when I'm here, I'm like, yo, how do you even create this type of thing here? Because the inspiration isn't really there, right? Well, I will automatically off the bat say my producer, he's a Sudanese guy. He's a well-traveled man. He's yeah. been around the world, you know? What's his name? So he's Osama Verse. Um, he's one of my main influences. He helps me. If I tell him an idea and it's like something that's out of my realm, he'll be like, oh, yeah, I know about this. Boom, boom. He'll spice it up, you know? So I get my inf influences from him. I also got my influences from UK. 
my family is born in uh, England, so I've always like just looked to England, London, UK for my music, whatever, yeah. you know, just to feel like, so I can feel like I'm a some part culture, of something, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, some I'm a white Canadian guy some at the end of the day, yeah, yeah. so I, I genuinely <laughs> don't have any culture. Where are you from? I'm from London, Ontario, oh, man. Oh, God. I genuinely have no culture. Damn, so my parents That's are born nice. in England, so yeah. I, I look to UK, my producer is from Africa, you know, Su Sudanese guy, he, he's been all over the world, you know, so we get, get inspired by each other, you know. So that, that's, that's a that's a tough combo. Yeah. When you grow up in, in places that don't have, for lack of better word, seasoning, you gotta facts, find it somewhere facts. else. You feel me? If you see my TikTok videos, <laughs> you know I have no seasoning. <laughs> if yeah, you see bro. my TikTok videos, you know we have no seasoning. We just have salt, and that's it. You know, a little salty, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. So uh, just talking earlier, you you migrated to Toronto now. You're yeah. In the city, right? Yeah. Why'd you make that move? I was living in London, Ontario, for obviously my whole life. I was born there. And then um, I was skateboarding, so um, I was skateboarding and I started to get really good. Me and my friends, we film each other. And this is like back in like 2005, 26, 27. And uh, we used to travel around. We'd go to Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, for skateboarding? Vancouver. Yeah, for skateboarding. We're, we're getting really good, you know? So we would film each other. We'd go all around fucking Ontario. So I've been going around for years you know wait, these are, wait sorry to interrupt these are like competitions or like what is this like oh just literally to go yeah to go to famous skateboard famous skateboard spots to go film do oh, tricks okay. on them you know yeah, yeah. that's a skateboarding that's culture yeah, you know yeah. no, I you feel see that. like a famous spot in a different city and you're like oh fuck, i want to go there and i want to do a trick that's never been done before you mm -hmm. know this is when you cue in the trick that <laughs> i did at skydome yeah i did a lip slide on the sky skydome bank no one has ever done that this is when you're gonna cue it That's in. Nice, yeah. Yeah. So, something like that. You just go around. You're filming. You're getting better. And then the better I got, we discussed earlier, the more hurt I used to get. You know. So, I'm, that, I'm skateboarding. Uh, I'm getting more hurt. What am I gonna do? I gotta figure out something else that I love or something else that I want to do because skateboarding is not gonna last forever. You know. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm getting injured. You know. I can't go forever. And that's the thing. You know? Like skateboarding, I feel like is not a highly profitable sport where you don't see well maybe there are now, it is but it is only if you're like in the top tier that's you what know? i'm saying you got to be in the top one two percent yeah. right i know guys that are in the top tier and it's yeah. like yeah go ahead because you're gonna fucking thrive forever yeah. because you're in the top one two three four five percent you know? but when you're not in there you're you're, you're not there shit, like, right i so. was in like i'll be honest like i was good at skateboarding but i wasn't like Nigel Houston or yeah. fucking whatever, whoever you want to call. Yeah. I was in the bottom 20%, you know, uh, but I was yeah, really good. Yeah. I was in the top of the 20%, yeah. but I wasn't in the, like, you know, top you 5%. Yeah. So I couldn't like I couldn't get to that level. Yeah, yeah. I was good, but I could I just couldn't get so to that I, level. Yeah, Cause yo, for yeah. me, like I used to I used to do it in like from yeah. seven to seven to eight. I had a group of friends, man. Um and I we used to do it all like, over me, yeah. This guy dropped it. Oh, that's not, not you good. <laughs> Set the rum, it's 40%. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I used to do it all the time, bro. But then it's funny because one of my homies' older brother, he said like, yo, it's just the face. And at yeah. that age, and when I'm 14, 13, I'm like, yo, no, this is something I want to do. Like, it's mm -hmm. fun. We used to like stack like skateboards. Um, you know how you stack them like one? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you put the, the trucks inside and knows, then you fucking yeah. ollie over it. So yeah. me and my homie, uh, my homie Daniel, Rest in peace, bro. Fuck. Um, we used to do that all the time with a couple of my other homies, bro. And, like, 
at that age, I'm thinking, like, this is something that's fun. Like, I really want to do. Yeah, that's why I love it. You know? But then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, you got to make some grown man decisions or you got to make decisions that fit your mm -hmm. purpose, yep. right? So yep. what you're, with, your, with what you're doing right now and what you I got to before, a certain like, point. I was doing amazing, but yeah. I, I, I just knew I wasn't getting to that, like, professional level, you yeah. know? Like... So, so talk about that, bro. Cause that's, cause like, I feel like a lot of times with people's passions, they try to pursue shit that, like they're going through adversity. But when do you know that something's not for you, or when do you know that you have to push past that shit? Like, how do you, how did you like discern that? I just knew because I kept getting hurt, you know. Like I <laughs> kept getting hurt. Like yeah. I was getting injured. I'm getting, I'm doing some crazy shit. I didn't land it. I didn't get it on film. So I already know it's not going to the next level because I never secured that, yeah. you know. And I would get hurt. And I'd be like, fuck. What's the worst injury you had? I only ever had, like, I never broke a bone. I got um, fractures. I got, like, bro, I can literally walk down the sidewalk and just roll my ankle for no reason. Yeah. Because my ankles are so weak, you yeah. know? I fucked them up every day for, like, yeah, yeah. Nine, eight to nine years, you know? Shit, man. So I don't have any crazy injuries, but it's just, like, Everyday injuries that would just ruin my life, you oh, know? man. Those those little nicks and ticks, because I'm, yeah. I'm a former hooper, too. That's something yeah. I had to deal with. Just those ankle yeah, sprains, the hips, the, yep. the back. I'm like, bro. Yeah. As soon bro. as the weather turns cold, it's my knees are hurting me. My he my oh, hips man. are fucking out, and I'm just done. It's like, yo, I'm not 80. What am I doing, yeah. bro? You feel me? Yeah. yeah. So with what you're doing right now, how did you make that transition to directing? Yeah, so... Directing. I will say artists. what happened is my skateboarding days. I realized they were over. Yeah. At a certain point, it was like probably 2007 or 2008, and I'm thinking like, okay, <laughs> my body is toast. It's, it's you know, it's done, like yeah. I can do whatever I want to do. Like social media is not a thing at this point, right? So it's like my body's fucking toast. Yeah. What can I do? You yeah. Know? This is 2000, 2008. You had we had Facebook. There was Facebook. Twitter, was, I think, um, just came my, on the scene, right? Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter just came Tumblr? out. Tumblr? Tumblr was no, there, no? Tumbl Tumblr, Tumblr was wasn't even popping at that point. It wasn't popping? You sure? No. I thought it was popping around 2000, 2010, 2010, right? 2010. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was just there, and I'm just like, skateboarding is not doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what can I do? Like, I'm fucking injured every day. I can't do anything. <laughs> um... Yeah, so it was pretty much just, what yeah. was it? It was. You had to make a decision. Yeah, I, I got to do something, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me figure out what I'm going to do. Let me, like, move that into something else. Yeah. Another creative facet, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah I feel like create, the arts in general is they're very uh, interchangeable. Like, I know people that yeah. go from rapping to directing, from directing yeah. to painting, like, some real off offside things. But with you, um, during that era of, like, 2009, 2010, 2011, that's the blog era. Yeah. And you spoke about that. You did some blogs for, um, for, for Matt Miller. And some other artists too yeah. as well talk about that like how does that even come about where that come from yeah so basically like like what i said like i i was skateboarding right and then skateboarding professional career was obviously not happening so i'm like fuck what am i gonna do i moved into the blog era mm. you know this is hip-hop dx this is um i can't even think of any companies right now but hip-hop dx Whatever, bunch of companies were blowing up because yeah. of blogs, right? So I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? So then I did that and I was like, okay, let me just do my passion and put it into something else. 
So I did the blog era. So mm -hmm. I started my own website. It was under my name, johnlines.com. My name is John, johnlines.com. So mm -hmm. I put it under that. I interviewed artists like Mac Miller, Steve Aoki, um, Canadian people like Sean Desmond, mm. blah, blah, blah. So that was, that was what I transferred into next after realizing my skateboard career wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. You know? But it was a good avenue to, to explore because right now it kind of transitions into what you're doing right now with, yeah. with songs and things. But yeah. So how did that even come about? How did you contact these people? How did you, how did you reach them? So, for example, the first major artist that I interviewed was Sean Lesman. Yeah, He's a Canadian sure. staple. 100%. Everybody knows him. Drake shouted him out. Yeah. You know, he's, he's literally a Canadian staple. Mm -hmm. If you do pop or R&B or hip-hop in Canada, you know who Sean Lesman is. Of course. Come on, bro. Because he literally started the wave of that shit, you know? Um, so that was the guy. So when um, I was living in London, London, Ontario. Yeah. My condolences. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when Sean was making a comeback, this was in 2010 or 2011, he already did like, you know, Shook and all that stuff that made him like super viral and famous. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he was making a comeback for his new career, he had a show in London, Ontario, which was where I was living. And then uh, I had my website at the same time, so... I decided, okay, let me interview this guy. Let me interview him on my website. And then uh, that's where I started. Like, you just reached out to him? He's like, yeah. Yeah, like, my friend was uh, doing the promotion of the show. Yeah. Um, his name's Corey. He's Murder Beast manager. Shout now. out Corey, bro. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Corey Litwin. Tough. Um, yeah, so Corey was promoting the show. I had my blog. Corey yeah. hooked me up with, with Sean, and then that's where I started. That's what's up, bro. That's yeah. tough. Literally, if it wasn't for Corey Litwin and Sean Desmond, I would have no career right now. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can't say that fully, but like, yeah. I feel like that's something that should but be you said. Have you know? yeah, you yeah, have to pay homage. Yeah, you have to pay homage too, for real. Something that should be said. Yeah. Like, We're all influenced by Who am I people. without the help of others? You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. And that's a, just, that's a testament to like, yo, we, we never do shit by ourselves. Like the thing, the, the, the phrase like, I got it on my own, or I do it on my own, I never believe that. Cause there's always- It never happens. It like, never happens, bro. There's, you can't tell me there's one person that hasn't said, listen, I, I got you here, I'll connect you with that yeah, person. Or yeah. you need some funds, I'll give you that. Just along yeah. your journey. So that was, a, that was a, weird, uh, a weird phrase, but talking about the blogger, yeah. fast forwarding through your career, now yeah. you're, doing, you're doing interviews, not interviews, but um, you're directing videos now. Yeah. You know, it's a different lane. Yeah, so. I was doing blog, right? So when you're doing a blog, it's like, it sucks to say, but like you're kissing ass, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're literally kissing ass. Like, oh, I think you're fucking amazing, bro. I want to do an interview with you so I can promote you, yeah. you know? Like, you're kissing ass. Mm -hmm. And then you switch over to video directing, which is what I did. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm not kissing ass. I'm trying to sell people on my idea. Mm -hmm. like. So I would reach out to people like Ram Middles, and I'm like, yo, I have this idea for a video for you. Yeah. What do you think? And like, he accidentally said, yo, I like that idea, so let's do it. But like, I got turned down by like 100 other people, you know, mm -hmm. like before he said, okay, let's do it. Like, I reached out to people like Magic Jordan, whatever, 100, yeah. 100 other people. Ram Middles was like, yeah, I like that idea, let's do it. So I did it, and that's kind of 
what launched my music video director career, you know? Yeah, sometimes you have to take like 100 losses till you get that yeah. one W, right? Yeah, Ram Riddles is like me being from Saga City. I yeah. remember 2000... And it's like, I, I love that guy, but I don't want to, like, you know, shout him out. He didn't make my career, but, no, like, I feel you. he really helped me out. He was a part know? of it. He yeah. was a part of it. I want to say, for me, like, in 2014, 13, uh, he came out with Sweeter Man. Yeah. That was a track, like, if you're if from Saga, you know you know, you know what that it was. Song. You feel uh, me? You know what it was, but... um, It's a song. It's a song, you feel <laughs> me? Yo, can we play that shit right now, bro? Yo, Siri. Hey, Siri, play Sweeter Man by Ram Riddles. Sweeter man by Ram Riddles. Now play. Oh my gosh, bro! You know you're doing something right when Drake samples your shit too. Exactly. Exactly. Run this. Goodness gracious, this shit was fucking. I remember my homie showed me this shit for the first time. Shout out Elmo. Anyways, hey, series, uh, stop. Yeah. So yeah, you went from Ram Riddles and then on to to Eleven Eleven. Yeah. So um, how's that sequence? I actually didn't go from Ram Riddles to Eleven Eleven. How'd it go? I uh, I was doing the blog era. Yeah. Thank you. And then um, because of my blog, Eleven Eleven reached out to me. He wasn't Eleven Eleven at that time. He reached out to me and he's like, yo, how can you help me promote my shit, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, this guy's actually talented, you know? And then um, we're working together, blah, blah, blah. And then we rebranded him into 11.11. So, that was your rebrand? Yeah, that was my rebrand. Oh, okay, okay. So I rebranded him into 11.11 from his original name. What was the name before? Yeah. I don't want to like put him on blast, it like but it was just like his name, like okay. his regular name, you know? His everyday name. Was it like oh, yeah. a name that like could sell, or was it something that like? No, it was just a regular name. Oh, like okay. His Good everyday name, like. Yeah, yeah. My name is John Smith. You know, I don't want to like throw him on blast, but whatever. It was his whatever name, and then we rebranded him into an eleven eleven. Yeah, that's tough. Why eleven eleven? Well, I know a lot of times when I see eleven eleven on the clock, people are like, yeah, this is some. It's some a make a wish. Like, it's yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, the original reason with that is that. I used to always have these things when I was like younger, you know, like a little kid, 17, 18, 19, and we were with the girls and we we're like, make a wish, it's 11-11, you know? It's like, it's a guaranteed like thing where a girl <laughs> will like you, you know? You yeah. like you're, you seem like you care about her. Like, yeah. oh, make a wish, I'm thinking about you at this time, you know? Yeah. It's fucking stupid shit, you know? Had, but it, it yeah. is what it is. I had a homie, well, I was saying this before, I had a homie that would set his alarm clock to different times like 11 11 the 444 mm. the 222 yeah that's definitely, that's, like, yo, that's like, definitely a thing i know people that do that that's you know? nuts though bro like no but the thing is people i might like, i'm not into like the whole numerology thing yeah. and i get it but i know people that take that seriously yeah yeah they like, do they as do. soon as the clock hits yeah. yo guys make a wish let's get together yep. type shit so yep. i don't know man so there's some there's some weird times but fuck definitely it. yeah that's definitely a thing i know yeah. people that do that you know how do you feel about that, bro? I could feel only one way about it. Great, you know? Like, yeah. If you like that, great, you know? Yeah, yeah. we're in some weird times as a society, man. We're in some very weird times. Yeah. Um, everyone's getting canceled. A lot of cancel culture going on. Yep. I personally don't believe in that shit. I can't say, I don't know. What can I say about it, you know? Like, do you believe, you think it's real? 
No, it's not really real. It's more like most times I feel like people are just jumping on the wave, you know, yeah. like, oh, you want to cancel this guy? All right, let me hop on it. So I feel like I'm not not a part of it, you know? Like it's I, like group thing. Because like if you're not yeah. a part of it, then you're, oh, you're looked at as, okay, you're opposition type thing. Yeah. Um, exactly. One thing that was coming up was like that Dave Chappelle, um, Dave Chappelle Netflix special yeah. uh, about him getting canceled. And then I think I heard in the news nowadays, they're, they're not even nowadays, but recently they scheduled, um, there's a protest against him. Um, but there's a whole misinterpretation because the person that, that made a protest against him wasn't because he made uh, some offside comments. It's because something that happened within his camp, um, but it was completely unrelated to what was going on in the special. All right, so that has nothing to do with anything? And that just literally, just what, off of what you're saying? Yes, bro. It already carries no value. That's what I'm trying to like, say. It carries no value. But yo, this is the thing with, with social media and everything. Like, people could say one thing and no one will do the fact checks. And that shit will carry on. Yeah, they'll just believe everything, you know? That's you the problem. You That's me? literally the problem. That's with everything. Is people will just say something, me and you will do an interview, and I'm like, oh, I like fucking peanuts. And then all of a sudden, the whole world like, is like, oh, but you don't oh, like strawberries. Oh, so automatically you don't like fucking chocolate almonds. You don't like chocolate almonds. You know? what, what do they do to you? Oh, you like peanuts, so you don't like chocolate. Like, yeah, it's dumb. Just, it just doesn't make sense. It's dumb, know? and I think that's very, very detrimental to a lot of artists, very especially in, in yeah. the creative scene. Yep. yep. Because you have to be so careful about what you say. Yep. You feel me? Like, do you find like? I know some people don't care. Don't get me wrong, but do you find yourself kind of like straddling a line between? I mean, I haven't done and... so much media stuff where I'm like have to like panic about what I say. Yeah. But I know that the things that I say are not gonna like ruin anyone. You know, like I don't say things that are gonna like fuck someone's day or something. You know, yeah. like I don't know. Maybe some guy who interviews me has to guilty conscience and he wants to like ruin me because mm -hmm. he just wants some cloud or something but i feel like for me personally it's not it's not really gonna happen you know yeah like yeah. it's not that serious yeah it's never like i feel like i'm a regular guy i don't know what regular guy looks like but i feel like i'm a regular guy i mean your name's john bro that's that's a my name is john name, i'm bro. the most basic fucking human being that could ever yeah, exist you're from london bro yeah i'm from london you ontario past, you pasta with oats, what can i do you know you feel me pasta with salt come yeah, on bro exactly what are you doing here? straight noodles with salt and that's all i do so my condolences who can i offend bro. you know my who can I who can I affect? I'm the most plain guy of all time. My condolences, bro. Check my TikTok. I'm the very plain guy. I would never offend anyone, you yeah, know? Yeah, but yo, your, your music speaks differently, though. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? It's Thank not you. It's not plain. It's very, like I was saying before. I'm super glad to hear that because yeah. it's not. I know it's not, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I bring something different to Toronto. I feel like Toronto brings something different to me. Yeah. And we just collaborate in that yeah. way, you know? How do you feel like the scene out in Toronto is now too? Because you, like you said, you moved here several years ago. Do you feel like it's yeah. something that's progressing? Do you feel like it's something that yeah, you can work with? Yeah, it's definitely you... progressing, 100%. Um, for me personally, I'm, I don't really pay attention to what everyone is doing. Like I have follow Six Buzz and all these pages, but I don't really look at them mm -hmm. to like do my thing, you know? Like I do my own thing. Um, but yeah, definitely Toronto is progressing like at a very rapid pace right now. Obviously, as you see, all these artists are getting signed and they're doing whatever. Toronto is progressing very fast, but my sound, I feel like, is different from everyone else.
Yeah. I uh I heard the realest thing um the other day, man, where Toronto is progressing. I agree. I also think every city also has its faults too, and Toronto definitely has its uh, as well. I heard the realest thing where it said that in LA, you're known for your best performance. Mm -hmm. In New York, you're known for your last performance. And in Toronto, you're known for your worst performance. I agree with that. I think this is a city that's known for shunning people, for hating on people, for whatever they do, and, and looks away at everything else positive that someone has done. Um, have you ever seen something like that in your career or people that, that have you known? For me that? personally, I have never seen that. Yeah. Because I don't think I've reached those heights where people are like, everyone's looking at me and they're like, yo, you suck. What about people you worked with though? People I've worked with? No, not really, no. You don't feel like none of them like, have been hating on or just in general? Because um, I, I agree, like in certain places in Toronto, people do support other people. Yeah. But I also think people are very quick to turn on others as well. Yeah, I they think are. sometimes like behind they might say some good things to your face, but behind closed doors they're saying, "Nah, this guy's a waste man, or this guy's doing this and that." Like I haven't experienced that. Yeah, and I only think I haven't experienced that because I haven't reached a certain heights yeah. that like some other people have. Yeah, I've reached heights in other ways, like video directing or running a blog or whatever. I've reached certain heights mm -hmm. that way, but for my own personal stuff, I've never reached those heights. So I feel like I'm. I don't understand that question. You yeah, know? yeah, like it's never affected me. I feel you. Know, you. In I any feel way, you. yeah, yeah. So how'd you get into video directing? Um, so how I got into video directing was before even the blogging days. I used to film my skateboarding. Me and my friends, we would film skateboarding, we'd make videos. We could start getting better. We're mm -hmm. doing this and that, and we're getting good. So I learned video stuff through skateboarding. And then when I started doing my blog stuff, interviewing celebrities and that, I couldn't rely on people to make me content, you know? Wow, this is back in the day. It's not like now you can just film something on your phone, edit on TikTok, and it goes up, you know? This is back in the day, so. What are you filming on? Like random cameras, you know? Canons or yeah. whatever, random camera, whatever we can get our hands on it back in the day, you know? And then, um, yeah, so that, I did that, I did the blogging stuff, and then, um, yeah, that's how I learned, got into videography. I think with the blogging thing, that definitely helped you out too, because now the biggest pages that we see are blogs, right? Yeah. Six Buzzes, yeah. Real Toronto News. Facts. Um, uh -huh. Keep so Six Solid, keep six Straight solid. Out of the Six, whatever. All you know? of them. So what type, yeah. of, what type of impact do you think that has on the city right now? It has a, a huge impact, because that's all everyone is looking for, like nowadays, if your song is not posted on uh, Keep Six or Six Buzz or whatever, it's not a cool song, mm -hmm. you know? That's how people think. So those blog pages have a really big effect on people, you know? It's crazy, yeah. It's almost like make or break. It doesn't mean anything. It genuinely yeah. doesn't mean anything, but people do have, it affects, no, I think it it affects does. their mind. I know? think it does, though. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. Because I think if you get a, if you get a, a cosign from somebody's blogs. 100%. For 100%, you're getting seen by Bro, thousands Bro, when I had my people. blog, it was literally just a website. Yeah. If I had Mac Miller on there, people will look at me like, oh shit, you had him on your website? You're killing it. Just off the cosign, right? Just off of that. That's you know? what I'm saying. Even if he didn't share it. Yeah. But me posting it, people are like, oh, you're killing it right now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 you're killing it by affiliation. Right? Exactly. That's people, the crazy thing about people it. People just think like, that's how we think, you know? Yeah. 
and it's fucked too, because like people, if they didn't see that cosign, they wouldn't fuck with you beforehand. But yeah, if they exactly. see you like, oh, exactly. oh, you're doing, oh, okay, like yeah. that's, oh, good. you're booming. Oh shit, you're sick. Yeah, yeah you're a sicker man. Like, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> does not mean anything. Fuck out of here, know? bro. Yeah. Generally, doesn't mean anything, but that's how we think. We're humans, you yeah. know. We're human beings. That's how we think. Yeah, yeah, I got. Unfortunately, I got two, you know? yeah, I was gonna say unfortunately, bro. Yeah. Um, there's all there's a dark side to it too. There's a bad side to it too because all influence, I feel like, is not a good influence. And right? we're all going through the dark side of it right now because of Debbie, right? That's what everyone's I'm gonna say. going through that. So that's what I'm gonna yeah. say. A lot of these social media outlets, um, and just nah, people in general, bro. I feel like as soon as that, that news happened, everyone's pointing fingers like, oh. Let's blame, like they had to blame uh -huh. someone. Let's blame Six Buzz. You can't I'm like, blame bro, anyone. It's not their blame, fault. It's not, it's their, not fault. their fault. They repost Never. the content. They, they're posting content that people are engaging with. Yeah. If you're engaging with it, they're going to keep reposting it because Fire. it's good for the brand. It's, if you guys said, yo, fuck this, this is not funny, <laughs> this girl needs some help, Six Buzz will not post this shit because the people as a society will not take it seriously. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, the, the thing that pissed me off, bro, is like everyone's wanting to point fingers saying cancel Six Buzz. Bro, they can't, had nothing you can't, you to. Can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're acting like that's the main culprit behind someone's death. You know that, like, obviously they were a part of it. For sure. It is what it is. What? Everyone was a part of it. We, every fucking blog page posted something. Yeah, but it's like, you it's, can't blame them. It's bro, not it's their dumb fault. dumb as hell. You know? I see, yeah. bro. I, and that's my thing with whole social media shit and even Twitter, bro. Like, it all goes back to this cancel culture shit we were yeah. talking about before. How are you going to blame someone? You can't. Because you're engaging with it. Yeah. You know how dumb that sounds like? You can't. You can't blame anyone, you know? Yeah. We all engaged into it at some point. Even if we don't want to admit it, we did. For sure. We all, every, at, no one can say that at one point <coughs> and said, yo, this shit is not funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everyone got a chuckle off that. But as soon yeah. as yeah. someone is passing... You're like, okay, now we got to blame someone. You want to point fingers. You, know like, you can't point fingers. It's idiotic. No? It's idiotic. Yeah. It's, it's always, it's funny until it's not. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, yeah All man. the way. So, All the way. I agree with you, man. Yeah. We're, like, this, you know. this whole social media shit, man, is, it's, uh, it's troubling, but it's also like something that we can't ignore. You know, I think as a society, we're going into like a very virtual sphere, right? Where everything is becoming virtualized. Mm. Our currency, right? Our, our daily interactions. People don't even know how to socialize in person nowadays. Even like artwork, NFTs. That's something I seen you talk about earlier on too. Like, I yeah, yeah. like how'd you get into that? What was um, that? One of my friends, one of my day one friends from London, Ontario. He started an NFT it's called Clumsy Ghost. And he killed it, bro. He, he did a release. He dropped... 10,000 pieces of his NFT, he sold out within the first, first seven nice. hours. So I made a song to go with his thing, The Clumsy Ghost, and we're gonna release that soon. And we're gonna auction it off. So hopefully that, you know, we'll bring some bread. Fingers you know? crossed, yeah. Yeah, it's looking good though, it's looking good. It's yeah, looking solid? Yeah, yeah. How do you get into that? Like, did he tell you about it? He just said, he's yeah, a graphic just... designer, you know? Okay. He just, he's a smart guy, he pays attention, he sees what's going on, you yeah. know? Yeah, and just, came into a situation with a collaboration and it worked out, worked out in his favor, you know? So, yeah. so to the date, like to the average citizen, the average dude on the street, how would you explain an NFT to them? Because when I honestly, first, I don't know, I'm not, no, you don't like, know? I'm oh, not even like shit, in that space like that. Okay. All I know is his shit worked out. He sold, <laughs> so 10, just... <laughs> he literally sold 10,000 pieces. I made a song to like, yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. what do you call it? Um, to collab with Co his what do you call it? a costume not a costume a mascot a i made like a mascot song yeah with his clumsy ghost thing and then 
we're gonna sell it. But so yo, when I was in LA, I'm not even in. In I don't know anything about that. You know, yeah, I'm trying to learn too, bro. I was gonna um, say when I was in LA this past week, um, I came across an artist, like an actual painting artist. His name is Artlana. Nice. Shout out to him, bro. But he sold an NF, not an NFT, but an actual photo to Drake, uh, for 125,000. Nice. You feel me? It's a picture of him and his kid. Yeah. So this shit that I'm saying, like, just within this creative scene, yeah. right there, bro. Like, you take a look behind you. Show the show the photo over there, bro. This guy made a photo, and yo, he's telling me like, yo, nice. I made it. He said he made it in like six, seven hours. I'm like, bro, that's nuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so just in general, like, bro, this whole yeah. creative scene. I'm realizing like this is so much potential, bro. Yeah, there's so a lot. I'm, there's a lot going on, man. Yeah. If you just figure out where you fit in right now, you can like you can do some shit. Yeah. You know, like you can actually like make. That's what I was saying, like about about the whole COVID situation. Like, yeah. if you if you took COVID for granted, like you literally wasted your time. Like, you had time, you had time to figure something out, bro. You know, that's and all if, you had. If you didn't figure it out, you wasted your time. Like, what are you doing? Mm. Go back to your fucking warehouse job or whatever. You know, yeah. you wasted your time. You had a chance to do something, and you wasted it. That's on you. It revealed a lot of people's yeah. true intentions with yeah. what they're trying to do. Feel me? All, all the way. How did all you feel like you kind of grew in this in this pandemic in this period? It just gave me free time. Yeah. To do stuff, to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, how can I do my artist thing and make it like freelance? How can I do my non-artist thing and make financial other ways? You know, like it gave me time. Yeah, that's all it did. Gave me time, and that's bro. That's figure most, it out. That's the most valuable resource. I don't want to like you know yeah, say no, I what I did I on it. camera, you know, but like it gave me time, and I, I definitely benefited from it, you know. Mm. Yeah. No, and that, like I was saying, that's the most valuable resource, bro. Like money, you can get back, and although it, sometimes it does hurt spending some shit, you're like, yo, my pockets are screaming. Yeah, for sure. You can never get back time, bro. Huh? I think the older we get, the more we realize like, yo, this shit is valuable because. Yeah. Life's short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Life is short. You know, any any one of my friends or any one of the people that are close to me could tap out tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the way I'm looking it's at things. It's happened to me, bro. I've it's seen my friends die on me, you know? Just my like, condolences, bro. I don't, yeah. What are you going to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of it makes you realize, like, yo, you have to make the most out of what you're doing yeah. in any situation because you just never know. You never know. You know, but as a you kid, you're like, ah, I'm good, bro. Like... I'm gonna see. So when you're younger, you think you're good forever. You're you so know? oblivious, yeah. right? You're so oblivious. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's, it's eye opening, bro, for yeah. sure. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, before we wrap this up, bro, this is a great conversation, bro. I'm glad. Yeah, I, I was just thinking. Want. I'm like, fuck. We're actually like, we're going somewhere, you know? Yeah, no. Nice. Fuck. What's the, what's the, what are you timed at, bro? What do we at right now? But you can say. Okay. Okay, now we don't have to wrap it up. Right, we, got like, we got time. Let's just um, do 10 more minutes and we good. Yeah, no, we're straight here, bro. Shit, I was trying to be oh. time constrained. Um, so what's next for, for Tennis Club, bro? What do you have on the plate right now that you're allowed to Yeah, see? so I just dropped my AP October 1st. Um, I'm, just dropping I'm just dropping visuals. Like, these songs, I literally recorded them like two or three years ago, you know? So they're, <laughs> they're old songs. But I... I I really I love them, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't release them if I didn't love them. So we're just dropping visuals for them, and then um, I'm gonna roll that out, and then uh, within the next year we're gonna turn it up a next another, another notch, notch, you know. Yeah. Do something else. 
do something else. Yeah. What made you sit on that for two, two, three years? Like that's a, that's a long time, right? I just wanted to create, you know. I just wanted to create. I wanted to make sure I have my my whole brand proper. Just put everything into it like a package before I go on, you know. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, something that I think any business or brand can use is branding. Mm -hmm. You feel me? What are some like tips or, or strategies that you have towards branding? Because like that's like I say, that's something that you've been dealt with or in the yeah. field. Um, what can you offer? Okay. Um, yeah, I like that question. That's a good question. Um, what I would say is just if you're just starting out, do things that you like, you know? Just do what you like. If you're trying to brand something, make sure that you fuck with it, you know? Mm -hmm. If you don't fuck with it, it's going to be a fucking shitty brand, you know? I only ever did things that, like, I believed in. So, like, before I started doing my own music, I was working with 1111. I believed in him. He was a great singer. He, I feel like he had a good package. He just needed to be, like, pushed together into something, you know? So just only do shit that you fuck with. Only do shit that you believe in. That's my best advice, so to be you, honest. So once you get to that point, like, if you believe in a brand, what kind of follows next? If you believe in a brand, just keep pushing it. Keep pushing it until it gets somewhere, you know? That's what I can say. Yeah, I feel you. Cause yeah, you want to you want to be passionate. Like I think as soon as the passion is not there, yeah. the project's done. I've been in situations where like yeah, I'm getting paid to do a video or I'm getting paid to do something, a graphic design or an idea, branding, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe in it. Really? But I'm getting paid. Ah. So it's like it doesn't. Yeah, I'll do an okay job, but I won't do like the best job, you know? Cause I don't really believe in it. You know what I mean? I feel you. So my only advice is do shit that you believe in. I like that's, that. That's what I would say. Yeah. I like that, man. Yeah. I like that. But sometimes, yeah. like you're in that situation, you kind of have to sacrifice. You have to, of course. You you need to fucking survive. You need to make money. You need to do whatever you have to do to like <laughs> get to where you're personally need yeah. to go. Do whatever you got to do. I'm never stopping anyone from doing what they got to do. Yeah. You know? But like, if you want to like get to a certain point or a certain level. Yeah. Do what you believe in, you know? Like, we're, we're in Toronto, bro. You're paying $2,500 for a, for a fucking shoebox. You know what I'm saying? Easy. But, easy. like, I, I like what you're saying there, that, like, you have to work with brands or work with people that you believe yeah. in because yeah. I think just as, this is from my experience, as a brand, you, every collab isn't a good collab. You know, Absolutely. Every partnership I agree, isn't a good because I've been in collabs that didn't do anything for me. Really? Know? I wasted my time on it, you know? Like, it's just been, like, what have you, like, learned from that? Like, because it's something that... You just try and figure out, like... <laughs> You just, I feel like you just get a second sense, you know? Like, you just know, like, oh, this person's has burped hard. Hey, you that's, the that? rum, that's the rum talking, bro. You gotta. You just, like, you get a sense, you know? You just know, like, oh, th this collab could give me, let's say, X amount of dollars yeah. or X amount of free shit or whatever. And you're just like, nah, it's not gonna. Like, it's not gonna work. It's gonna be a waste of time because it's just not gonna yeah. benefit anyone, you like, know? You, like, just knowing or having that, like, some associations, bro, I won't lie, like, um, when I'm seeing certain brands collab with certain brands, I'm like, that brings your value down. Absolutely. And vice 100%. versa. Some might yeah. bring your value up, but, um, huh. yeah, that's something I realized. Like, we at the Give to Gab, we had certain brands kind of reach out, reach out to us, but it mm -hmm. didn't align with what we're doing. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna name drop or anything, but it's just like, what are we... How how how, are we, how what made you even think like this would even work? Right, that's you what know I what think. I'm saying? That's like, literally the one thing that I think is like, 
how can you even think that this would just match up yeah. or align or whatever? It's, and, and it's, it's not even like a cocky thing. It's not even yeah. something like, yo, no, it's we're just, here. Because we're definitely not. It's a vibe slash yeah. common sense thing, you know? It just, like, it just, it just yeah. doesn't make sense. It just, yeah, exactly yeah, like you're saying. Yeah. It's just vibe. Like, I think yeah. that it's, if you, if your ideals are the same and they're, they align, then it's perfect. But mm -hmm. besides that, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, this it doesn't make I love sense. that. I love that question because yeah. that's so real. Like, yeah. True. Like, yeah. So with you, like, with, with you at Tennis Club, is it just you that's behind the brand Tennis Club, or do you have people yeah, working with me. you? Like, like, how do you... We started out as a duo, right? My producer. Yeah. Um, but he's busy. He, he works with a lot of people in Europe. He's busy. He has big artists that he works with. So we just realized, like, scheduling conflicts not going to work out. Damn. So I was the face of it, but he's still producing. Like, he does, like, 95% of my shit, you know? 95, that's a high number. Like, he does majority yeah. of my stuff, so, like... He's still there. Yeah. We do everything together, you know? Do you ever feel like you're getting stretched thin? Because I know with a lot of times in, like, just the social media sphere and creative scene, a lot of times people try to do different things. They try to wear different hats. So with what you're doing right now, do you ever feel like, yo, this is too much? Never. You never got to that point? No, never. Really? Because my, like, side creative hustles, they don't, like, even intertwine with my music shit, you know? But it's time, though. You're spending time doing those things, right? Yeah, it's time. But, like, I just know, like, if I have an opportunity over here, I'm not going to intertwine it with my, like, personal music shit, you know? I feel you. It just won't. It just doesn't match up. I feel you. That's that's because I'm not. I'm like I don't know if you believe in signs or whatever, but I'm a Virgo, so like oh I won't ask for a gosh. favor. Come on, I won't bro. ask for a favor. Don't I tell don't, me what it is, people, man. Come on. Bro. I'm not one of those people, but I'm a Virgo. Are you so. judging people off their sign? Never. Oh, okay. I would never. All right. I would say, never. Bro. I'm an Aries, bro. But I know there's girls that are probably watching uh, this shit, and they're gonna hear me talk about like, being oh, a Virgo. He's you know? a Virgo. Oh, I can't fuck with him, bro. Like, yeah. I'm like, come on. I'm a Virgo, so like, yeah. I don't ask for favors, and. I just do what I gotta do. It's a, it's a real yeah. world for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's nuts. I hate, honestly, I hate when people judge off this shit, bro. I've had, had encounters with certain people and certain, by people I mean women, where it's just like, yo, what's your sign? Yeah, that's toxic. As soon as I hear that. That's pure toxic behavior. You like, know? What you it doesn't doing? work. It doesn't like, work. Just, like I, I, I unfollow it after that point, bro. I don't even, I don't even ask the question, bro. I'm like, what finished. are you doing here? That's finished. <laughs> what are you doing here for real? It's nuts, man, but. Yeah, yeah, man. Before we before we wrap this up, you have anything that's uh, you, any last words? Anything you want to get off? Uh... Not much, man. Just dropped my uh, my new AP, World Love, and that's it. We're just pushing that for the next year, and then uh, after that, we're gonna start releasing new music, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. We're here, man. And, yeah. You know, here at the Get the Gab. Um, me speaking for myself, I, I like some of the tracks off that album. Thank bro. you. Have them download on the phone, bro. But uh, yeah, keep pushing. Keep Thank pushing, you, bro. You got another fan here, so appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah. On that note, bro, we out. Bro, bring the, the Instax. Let's take a picture, man. Oh, we, got that, yeah, we got that running. Shit, we got that running. We'll get it.